We all want more freedom, and a lot of us work hard now in the hope we'll feel free later. What if there was another way? A way to feel happier, more free, and confident to get better results right now. Welcome to Your Freedom Unlimited, where we share practical stories and strategies to help you show up authentically, drop your fears, and take inspired action on what matters most to you. I'm your host, Jen Ramsey. As a coach with a love for metaphysics, science, spirituality, and strategies that get results, I'll help you step away from self-doubt and create a powerful new story for your life, business, or career. Join me. Have you ever struggled with making hard decisions? could be deciding to leave your secure, well-paid job to start a new business. It could be changing careers, starting a new relationship, leaving a relationship, deciding on a medical treatment or moving to a new city or buying a new home. Big life decisions like these are some of the hardest things that any of us can do because they are just that. They are big and they feel really big. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Your Freedom Unlimited with me, Jen Ramsey. I am so pleased you're here. So this week I'm talking about this because I know for me, making hard decisions is something I have really struggled with in my life. So this week, I'm super excited to be sharing with you seven steps to making your hard decisions much easier. But we're coming from the perspective of the inner self really learning how to tap into your own intuition and your inner knowing. I'm really keen for you to be able to make decisions that are really connected to your own innate power so that you can feel great about them when you make them as and you can feel great about them in the long term. So making decisions, why am I talking about this right now? Well, making hard decisions has been top of mind for me lately as I'm living in Australia where there is a big debate right now about whether or not to have a COVID-19 vaccine. We've been relatively COVID free and so people here haven't felt the need to get the vaccine. And the, But until now, we've actually had a, a breakout of the Delta variant and it's really put things up on the agenda for us all here. So there's a lot of discussion in our media and in our community with a lot of for and a lot of against information out there. And what I can see is is that it's become very, very polarising and very fear-based on both sides of the argument. So it's been causing a lot of pressure and I think some anxiety for some people as they work out what's best for them personally. So I thought it was timely then this week to share with you how to make hard decisions in seven simple steps and in a way that might be quite different from anything that you're used to. I'm not asking you to do a pros and cons sheet. I'm not asking you to do anything like that. This process really is designed to help you tap into your inner wisdom and it will really help you step very clearly away from fear. I've found the steps that I'm about to share with you absolutely profound. They have really helped me make hard decisions by helping me to connect to the truth of my higher self and my innate power. So this episode is for anyone who struggles with how to make a hard decision. And it's also really useful for anyone who's sensitive or who may experiencing may be experiencing high functioning anxiety. How do I know? because I've traveled that road and I know how much easier and gentler this inspired approach is, 
especially after what feels like a literal lifetime of finding it hard to make good decisions. Because you see, I look back and I can see how my fear through my high functioning anxiety really corrupted my decision making process. To be frank, there are some decisions that I have made in my life that I would dearly love to go back and change. But the fact is, is that I can't. But what I can do now is to make much more inspired decisions from here on in. So I really, I'm sharing with you today the tips that I really, really wish that I'd had a very, very long time ago. So what are they? Well, number one is to be in a place of love, not fear. And when I look back, this is where I went wrong. To make a really good decision, I've realized we need to be in the, in the emotional frequency of love rather than fear. What I mean here is that we need to feel aligned and calm when we're making that decision, not really frenzied and stressed and, and stirred up. So if we've got lots of self-talk whirling around our heads that's, that's worrying, you know, we're feeling worried about how the decision will turn out in the future, if we're worried about what people around us will say or do when they hear our decision, then we are really in the wrong energy to be making that decision. So as you know, on this podcast, I'm always talking about managing our emotional frequency. And I'm also always talking about choosing your story and your perspective. And here I am again, talking about exactly these same, same things. So if I sound a little bit like a broken record, it's probably because I am. To me, these are such fundamental decisions that we can make. And they're so fundamental to living a really happy life. And as it turns out, to making really good decisions. So this first step is very simple. It's just about understanding that if we're going to make a good decision, we need to be in a place of feeling calm and aligned. I know that might sound very basic and common sense to some people, but from my experience of, of anxiety and from those that I've spoken to, sometimes you can get very caught in, um, in a very difficult position in your mind. So this first step is really about just creating the space and understanding that Best decisions are made when you are calm and aligned. So how do we do that? Well, I'm going to be talking more about that in step four and five. But before we get there, I wanted to share with you the second step to making a great decision. And again, this is one in the mindset space. It's about understanding that we are the creators of our reality. So any decision we, we make will be the right one. So what does that mean? Well, if you're new to this podcast, it might be sounding a little bit out there. But I subscribe to the idea that we are the creators of our reality. And that has really been a huge piece for me in turning around the piece of, of, of the, turning around the experience of anxiety that I had. As soon as I realized that actually I was the one who was creating those feelings inside my body, I really could see that I could do something about it. So that maps across to what I'm talking about here. So what I'd like to just perhaps ask you to try on for size today is to, un is to step into this idea of the fact that we truly are the creators of our reality. Because what that does is that does something really amazing for us. It helps us step out of that victim mentality and into true leadership of our lives. And when we're in this space, when we see that we're the creators of our reality, it means that anything that we choose to do or say Anything that happens to us from the external world, it's actually a great way to learn and expand. And it also means that it means that any decision we make is a good one. Why is that? Well, what I'm what I'm saying here is that any decision we make truly is a good one because we are 
making this decision to move forward. And for me, this whole idea has taken a huge amount of pressure off because it means whatever I decide, it will ultimately be working out for me. It will be okay. There will be something in it for me. So what I've found here is that this has relieved a lot of pressure for me personally. And in this space, it actually starts to make the decision-making process a little bit exciting, which I think is even is really interesting when I think about where I've come from. So our third step in the process is to be honest about what we really want. So if you've been struggling to make a decision or if, you're, if you suspect that you're making a decision to please someone else or that might look good to others or you're making a decision that might alleviate a short-term anxiety like making some more money or bringing some more money in, chances are it's time for you to dig deeper and to really look at what you really want. So an example of this might be going for, for a promotion when, you've, when you really think deep inside your heart of hearts that you'd really like to start your own business. In this instance, the promotion might look good to others because it will bring more prestige and more money and it might feel good to you because it's going to bring more prestige and more money. And it might really alleviate some anxieties you have around money. But if you really have a dream of starting your own business to do something perhaps quite different, then what you'll find is, is that the decision to take the promotion will never really bring you the fulfillment you've been looking for. It well might feel good for a short time, but then as reality sets in, it may start to feel hollow. So every time I think about if, I've got, if I'm struggling to make a decision, I really come back to this place of asking and being honest about what I really, really want. And this is actually a, the first point of call where I want to start talking about tuning into your body's wisdom. Because if you're struggling to make a decision, then it's absolutely vital to tune into your body. So this is a technique I use often to make quick decisions. And I also use it to check on bigger decisions that I'm making. So how do we tune into our body's wisdom? Well, it's quite simple. So firstly, we just simply create a quiet space, take some calming breaths in and out, and really it needs to be creating quite a, a quiet space, a space that you would perhaps create for yourself if you're doing meditation or doing some journaling, creating a really nice quiet space for yourself, getting your body nice and calm and centered and grounded, and then asking yourself, what does it feel like in my body when I think of option A? And then just take a moment to really check in with how it feels in your body. You'll, you'll have some physical reaction that will either be a positive reaction or a negative one. Then you can ask the same question, what does it feel like in my body when I think of option B? The key here is to just create some space and allow your body time to give you an answer. And what I've also found, if neither option feels good, then it's vital to dig even deeper. Maybe there's something else entirely that you want, but you've never even let yourself even think about it or even go there. So that's a really good tool and it's something that I use so regularly in terms of checking in on decisions. So that's my, one of my first tips in this space. But if we want to go really deeply into this, our, our next step is where we would go. Step four is about creating the space to make your decision. So if you've got a big decision that you want to make, this is definitely the, the, the tip for you. I know for many years, I thought that making a decision was about sort of thinking about that, that, that situation while I was going about my daily life. 
And what I found is, is that all that looked like was a lot of really random thoughts buzzing around my head like moths around a light on a hot summer's night. So over time, I found that my thoughts got more and more overwhelming and no decision was made. So what I found is, is that the key to making a good decision is to dedicate time and energy to making that decision. This is also really vital if there is a pressure cooker environment around your decision. So that could look like a deadline, someone's putting a deadline on you to make the decision. There could be other people around you with strong views on the decision that needs to be made and they could be in your ear and influencing you. Or, and I had a situation like that recently where I made a decision too quickly and I didn't do this step. I didn't take the time out and I, I really regretted that decision. So this is particularly important if you feel you've got people around you who could be having very strong views and who might be really good at articulating those views, take some time out for yourself so that you can really think about what's most important to you. The other thing that I've also found really important in this space is to not make a decision if you're feeling really tired because that can also create a bit of a pressure cooker feeling and when when you're tired when I know when I'm tired I don't make great decisions. So I guess what I'm saying here is that any or all of these things that I've just been speaking about can really raise the stakes for you and might create a pressure to for you to act in a certain way and it might not actually be then the decision that you truly truly wanted. Einstein famously said we can't solve problems by using the same kind of thinking we used when we created them. And I think that's really true when it comes to making a decision. So if you're feeling tired or rushed or pressured in any way, please take some time out on your own. I've certainly learnt the hard way. The best way to make a great decision is to create some space for that decision. So if we've created the space, it's now time for step five. So what is step five? It's about meditating and listening for the answer. This is the step where we really step in to listen to our own inner wisdom and our intuition. Now, you've, if you've listened before, you know I also speak quite a bit about meditation and it is an incredibly powerful tool that I use every day. And the thing is we use meditation for a range of things and I find it's amazing to help me make hard decisions. So in this instance around meditation, in this instance when I'm talking about meditation, I'm not necessarily saying you have to clear your mind of all thoughts, but I'm talking about creating a calm, meditative state that will allow you to tap into your higher self and intuition and to hear what your higher self has to say. So how do we do this? Well, creating the space is the first step. To do this, just take your pen and a journal and a glass of water and create a quiet space. Then when you know that you're settled, you're not going to be interrupted, the phone is off, uh, kids are perhaps out of the room, you're in a quiet space, you know that you've got some dedicated time alone, then it's time to actually just do a short, just very breath-based meditation to calm your central nervous system down and to connect with your higher self or your guides. If you haven't meditated before and all of this sounds a little bit foreign and you'd like some help, I have got a, a great guide that will help you. It's called How to Meditate for Beginners and it's got a couple of really simple guided meditations that will help you connect with your breath and calm your system down. To get that, just visit jenramsey.com forward slash begin. I'd love to help you if you need help in that space. So when you're feeling beautifully calm and connected in your body, now it's time to simply ask for guidance on your decision. 
So some very simple questions you could ask yourself in this space are, please give me guidance on whatever the topic is. You could also ask, what is the best outcome for me in this situation? And it could be for me and others in the situation, or how can I dot, dot, dot. So there's a few different ways that you can ask that question. But really what we're doing here is we're opening ourselves up. We're, we're, we're bringing our, our body into a calm state and then we're opening ourselves up to what our higher self has to say. So the key here is, again, to ask the questions and then allow a space and then allow any thoughts or images or feelings that arise within you to flow to you. Just allow whatever it is that comes up to keep flowing to you. The key here is to really remain still within yourself and trust that whatever arises is the right thing for you because you are in this beautiful space of connection with your higher self. So in this space as the ideas are coming, just continue breathing calmly and allow all of those messages to arise. The beauty of this step is that is really understanding that whatever comes up for you is inspired by your higher self. And if you're looking for more insight, you could ask, how does this decision bring more love into my life? Or how does this decision help me live my purpose? What I found is responses to those two powerful questions will really be invaluable as you take action on your decision. So once you feel you've received any and all messages from your higher self and source, then please thank them for their, for their support and have lots of gratitude for what you've just received. Then once you've done that, open your eyes and then journal down what you've just received. It could be images, it could be messages, it could be words. Whatever you've received, journal that down so you can refer to them later. I found this is a great way to reinforce and remember the guidance that I've received. So this is a beautiful tool. And what I'm hoping is, is that you've received great direction on your, on your decision within that meditation. Now, if you haven't, feel free to take a break and then try again or... Ask yourself those same questions as you're going to sleep at night. That's also a beautiful time. It's called the hypnagogic state. And when we're going to sleep and when we're waking up, I can get incredible downloads of information. So you can too. Just ask that question before you go to sleep with the intention that you'll get an answer during the night in your dreams or when you wake up in the morning. Step number six in our process of, work, of working this way is to take action on your decision. So we've received some really great insight from our higher self. The key here is now to take ac- is now to take action, because until that action is taken, it just remains an idea. So, if the idea of taking of acting on that decision could just does feel a little bit overwhelming or brings any fear up for you, just write down the first couple of steps that you could take. You don't need to look any further ahead than that. And if you find even those first three steps are not clear, then go back into your meditation to get some more guidance. The beauty of this process is knowing that there's always more and more guidance and more available to you. You just need to ask. So this brings me to step number seven. Now, I almost feel like we need a drum roll here. I think this step is so important. And it's a step that no one talks about and it is completely gold when it comes to making a decision. Step number seven is about affirming your decision to yourself. This step is really valuable for anyone dealing with self-doubt who might second-guess themselves or experience anxiety in any way. So what do I mean by affirming the decision? I mean regularly repeating to yourself that the decision was a good one and giving yourself concrete reasons as to why you are acting on this decision. 
So as I said, this is really useful if you're someone who can second guess yourself because what you're doing here is you're really focusing on the good of your decision. So things you might say to affirm your decision are, could, it could be something as simple as, this is a good decision, this is a great decision. This experience that I'm going to have is going to be a great experience. This decision is going to be easy and effortless. I'm going to enjoy every moment of whatever it is. And then finally, my decisions help me expand and grow. So as you know, I'm a bit of a neuroscience nerd. So what I want to sh share with you here is that what we're doing is we're really working to deal with the inbuilt negativity bias of our brain. What we're doing with, by affirming our decision is we're turning down the self-doubt dial and we're turning up the positive emotions around our decision. This is really powerful. And from a quantum science perspective, we're also keeping your energy and vibration extremely high around whatever decision is that you've made. I've, found, I've also found this step a really, really important thing to do, especially if there is a time lapse between, between when you make that decision and when you follow through. It's really vital. So I really want to encourage you to, to really affirm the decision that you're making. Again, you can journal down some of these things, but really reinforce to yourself every day why this decision is a great decision for you. So you might be wondering yourself, how have I used these steps? Do I use them? And I, I would say to you, yes, I absolutely do. And I've actually just used them in the last couple of weeks in relation to the COVID-19 vaccine. So let me be really clear here. I see the decision to make the COVID-19 vaccine as a very personal decision. And I respect everyone's choice 100%. As I said earlier, there has been a huge amount of debate in Australia on this. And as you may know, I come from the perspective of always living as naturally as possible, eating as much raw and unprocessed foods and living cleanly. I'm a yoga teacher and I meditate daily to deepen my connection to source. So for me, this was a very difficult decision because I could hear so clearly the arguments of both sides on the debate. What I also heard, though, was a lot of fear, a lot of anger and a lot of judgment from both sides in the media, on social media and in personal conversations. So with so much swirling around in my head, I realised I needed to jump into these seven steps myself. I needed to do step one, which was to step into a place of love, not fear, around this decision. And I needed to remember step number two, that I'm the creator of my reality. So when I was in step two, I, I, I was really grateful because I saw, of course, that this whole debate about to have the vaccine or not was another really great opportunity for me to see if I was going to walk my talk. Was I going to live my personal philosophy that I'm the leader and creator of my reality? Or was I going to let the fear swirling around in the collective consciousness knock me off my path and back into victimhood? I made the choice that definitely I'm the creator and that whatever choice I make is, is going to be good for me. So that then brought me to step three. It was vital for me to be really honest about how I really felt about what I saw around me. While I heard the debates about vaccine safety, what I saw around me was a lot of people feeling extremely trapped, trapped by lockdowns, small businesses who were suffering, and also elderly or vulnerable people who are not able to leave their homes because of, the, of their concerns about COVID. I also saw a country of people not able to travel when the rest of the world is very clearly starting to open up. So this feeling of entrapment is the polar opposite of what I hold most dear in my life, which is freedom. 
So in step number three, I also had to be honest about how I would feel if some of my friends from different communities with different views were to judge me. So what other people will think about me was something I had to really seriously consider in this debate. And would I talk openly about my decision or would I keep it under wraps? So here I am talking openly about it. So I'm really wanting to cross that bridge on that one. So from there, on to step four and five. So I created the space and meditated on the issue to really connect with my higher self and source about this. What I did was I really went inside to, to really look at what was most important to me. And I also asked how my decision would bring more love into my reality. What I realized was that I became very clear from this process that the decision to get the vaccine for me personally was around personal freedom. So I acted on the decision with step six. So I started to look at how I could, could make that booking. And most importantly, I used step seven to affirm my decision because there was a real time lapse between deciding to get the COVID-19 vaccine to actually going to the appointment. So in that in-between time, when I know my self-doubt can really kick into action, I focused on affirming why the decision was a good one for me. At that same time, I also dealt with fears around vaccine safety. I really affirmed that my body is extremely healthy and happy and absolutely fine to receive the vaccine. I did not let the fear in. I made a decision that I would see the vaccine as a support and not a hindrance to my long-term health. So if you've read Bruce Lipton's Biology of Belief, this is what he talks about all the time, is that how we see and view our condition makes all the difference to the, actually the outcome of the medical condition. So that was why it was really important for me to see the vaccine as a support and not a hindrance. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you also know how clear I am about being very careful of the stories we tell ourselves. So in this instance, I had to be extra careful of the story I told myself. I told myself I was strong and full of love, even as I received the injection. And I also did not let myself listen to the discussion about side effects from the nurse. And I'm also, since then, I'm reminding myself that I do have any side effects, that there is something in those for me. So that's how I've used the seven steps recently in a big decision that I had to make. But I also just want to reiterate here that I do believe getting the vaccine is an extremely personal decision for each person to make. But the key message I do want to share with you is that for big decisions like these, which are surrounded by fear in the community, it is vital for each of us to go inside and focus on our own inner wisdom rather than being caught up in all of the external chatter. It's really vital for us to create a story for ourselves that supports our highest good rather than undermining us and tearing us down. So if you're interested to hear more about the power of the stories that you tell yourself and how they can impact you, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to episode 12. I really explain what I mean there in more detail. So as ever in this podcast, this is the time when you can take on board these steps on how to make a hard decision and use them in your own life. For anyone listening who really wants to go to the next level, there is also an eighth step that I want to share with you. So the beauty of this process is that any self-doubts that you experience around a decision are actually great clues for us in our lives. They're clues to what limiting beliefs we might be holding that could be lurking around in our subconscious. And the even better news is that there's a really simple and easy way to process those limiting beliefs so you can turn that roar of self-doubt in your ear down to a bit of a whisper. 
So this is a really great way to step even more deeply into your innate power. When you start letting go of those limiting beliefs, you start feeling completely different. You feel even better, stronger, and even more powerful within yourself. So if you want more help in that space or with any of the steps that I've outlined below today, please DM me on Instagram at jenramseyfreedom or email me at hello at jenramsey.com. I'd love to hear how you're going with making better decisions and to see if you need any help with anything. Also, if you are really enjoying this podcast, I'd like to encourage you to pass it on to friends and also to give us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Those reviews make a huge difference in terms of other people finding this information and being able to share it with others. So your, rev- your reviews are really appreciated and really helpful for, for us. So until we speak again, lots of love to you and I'm looking forward to chatting soon. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Your Freedom Unlimited. If you like this show, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate and review Your Freedom Unlimited on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments or feedback, you can reach me directly at jenramsey.com. Thanks for listening. 